Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn and talking to you this week about Let's Pray. Uh, Before you change the channel or stop listening to this podcast or watching on our YouTube channel, uh, we'll let you know this is an uplifting, encouraging talk, encouraging you about the benefits of prayer. We touched on those benefits yesterday and want to encourage you, if you missed yesterday's program, to go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org, and we're done here today. And go back and listen to that 14-minute program, or if you're listening on podcast, uh, whatever platform you listen on, we're on all the different platforms, and listen to that 14-minute program. also hope you'll subscribe to our podcast, so that way uh, you can receive those automatically and listen at your convenience. I also want to remind you, we have a YouTube channel. And that's really been growing, and most of the pro- programs that we do are on there. And so I want to encourage you to check it out. You can go to YouTube and just type in Hope is Here. And my name, Greg Horn, that's H-O-R-N, it'll come up. And I hope that you'll subscribe to that channel and on both podcast and the YouTube channel. If you've been blessed by our program, I hope you'll uh, leave a comment. It's really encouraging to us and to our listeners, and it's greatly appreciated. We were talking yesterday about let's pray and that we make prayer too difficult. It's really just a conversation between you and God. But any good conversation has two things. One, obviously communication, talking, but also listening. And that God gave us two ears and one mouth, so maybe we should listen twice as much as we speak. And friends, I want you to know today that God wants to speak to you. That's why he sent Jesus. He said, hey, I want to have a personal relationship with you, and I want to be part of your life, and I want to share what's going on, and I want to share how I want to help you, and I want to bless you. And so prayer is just such a beautiful thing, but sometimes the enemy wants to lie to us and make us feel guilty because all of us could pray more. I mean, I can as a pastor, and yet there's no condemnation for those who in Christ Jesus. If you are a follower of Jesus, Jesus took on all the guilt and shame. But friends, we spend time with people that we love. And I know if you listen to this program, you love Jesus. And uh, man, I just want to encourage you to say, you know what? I am going to start to pray. Yesterday, we started with this acronym that I want to share. I just got to the first letter. We're, We're using the word pray. I'm a simple guy. It helps me remember things when it's kept simple, and I like things on the lower shelf so I can reach them and understand them. And so yesterday we started off the letter P and just talked about when you're going to pray, first of all, you just need to pause. Just pause for a moment to breathe. And we inhaled. Then we exhaled a big breath. Then we did it again. Then we said, close your eyes and smile and just pause for about 30 seconds. And then... uh, we talked about just what doing that is what Psalm 46.10 instructs us to do, to give us some guidelines of prayer. Simply be still and know that I am God. And friends, when we pause, it, it, it helps me realize, you know what? I get to talk to the creator of the universe, the very one that gave me breath today. I got to talk to him. Charles Stanley said, the essence of wisdom from a practical standpoint is pausing long enough to look at our lives, the invitations, the opportunities, the relationships from God's perspective, and then acting on it. Oh, there's such value in pausing, friends. I'm so thankful that Jesus never asked us to do anything that he didn't do. 
It talked about several times in the Bible, but in Matthew 14, chapter 14, verse 23, specifically said, after Jesus had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. And so, friends, it's important to pray. If Jesus needed to do it, we most certainly need to do it. The letter R, reflect. Reflect. We're going to pray after we've paused for a while and just kind of got our blood pressure down and just the busyness of our schedule and our mind. Then it's time to do a little reflecting. Pastor Mark Batterson in Washington, D.C. says, Prayer is the difference between seeing with our physical eyes and seeing with our spiritual eyes. Oh, that's such good stuff. Prayer is the difference between seeing with our physical eyes and seeing with our spiritual eyes. And here's what I know, friends. Sometimes when I'm tired, I'm fatigued, or I'm in the old uh, halt, I'm hungry, I'm angry, I'm lonely, and I'm tired. Oh, man, it's hard to pray. And if I don't take time to reflect, I can let something on a scale to 1 to 10. It's really probably about a 6, maybe a 7 at most, become a 10. And when I can step back and reflect and take, take some of the emotion out of it, and just breathe and look at the big picture. Like, how important will this really be five years from now? Maybe I think it even looks like it's maybe a seven. Is actually about a three or four. And uh, we just it's so good and healthy for us to reflect so we don't magnify things and make mountains out of molehills, as the old saying goes. Thomas Paine, who was one of America's founding fathers, said, The real man smiles in trouble gathers strength from distress, and grows brave by reflection. Friends, the enemy doesn't want you to reflect. Please know that. He'll keep you busy, want to keep you in anxiety and worry. You can count on that. You can take that to the bank every day. But when we reflect, it causes us to look within and just see if there's something in our life that maybe not God honoring that's keeping us from praying but then it gives us an opportunity also to have a conversation with God, to talk to him about it, but also listen to what he says. And one of the great ways that we listen, friends, is by spending time in his word. That's how he loves to speak to his kids. And that's such a great, great way to begin your time of prayer. John Maxwell said, You will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is in your daily routine. Mm, that's so true, friends. You will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret of your success is in your daily routine. Friends, if you struggle to pray, then maybe it's just time to kind of reevaluate your life. And you know, I heard a great quote many years ago. I think it was by Rick Warren said, you know, if you want to see a person's priorities, look at their checkbook and their calendar, where people spend their time and where they spend their money. And so, friends, it's not to judge anybody, it's not to condemn anybody, but we sometimes just get on that treadmill of life and we don't really look at where are we really spending our time and how much time are we wasting on social media, um, I mean, watching TV programs and things. And all those things are fine, friends, but if it's keeping us from having time to pray with God when only 61% of Americans pray every day, then it's time to kind of reevaluate and see if there's something we need to change in our daily routine. One of the things that's great is you can pray while you're exercising. You know, a lot of people like to walk. And you know what? You can just talk to God, but also listen to God while you're exercising, while you're walking. 
I love this quote by John Maxwell also. He says, feed your faith, and when you do, you'll starve your doubts. And friends, that all starts with spending time in God's Word and with prayer. When you feed your faith, it helps to start your, it starves your doubts. And it limits that. In fact, it can't eliminate those fears and doubts. But faith all starts with reading God's Word and spending time in prayer. Proverbs 27, verse 19 says, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation is gone. The old is gone, and the new is here. And friends, I've got that up on a mantle right uh, across from the chair where I spend my quiet time with Jesus each morning. And I have to be reminded of that because some days I don't feel like a new creation in Christ. And I have to remember that God says, no, if you are in me, that a new creation has come and the old is gone and the new is here. And I'm so thankful that God in his infinite wisdom divided our days up to 24-hour periods and that I get a fresh start each day and able to know that God loves me and I can have faith, hope, and love because of Jesus. I've got a friend, Jeff Maynard, that we went to high school and we haven't seen each other in years, but he came up my Facebook feed. And so I asked him to be a friend. And each day he just simply types, thank you, Jesus, each morning. Just those three words, thank you, Jesus. So I Facebook messaged him and said, Jeff, I love your faith. And we got to connect through uh, talking on Messenger and on Facebook. And he just said, hey, man, I've just been thankful for me. You know, I've didn't prioritize God all my life. And I said, me either, brother. And he said, I just I want to be thankful for each day for all the many blessings he's given me and just for another day of life. And so maybe that's something you want to do, just start off your day saying, thank you, Jesus, for another day. Letter A is asked. We've talked about pause. We've talked about reflecting. Then comes the part that most of us like to do, ask, okay, to ask God. Charles Stanley says, prayer is an act of faith. Just by praying to God, you are declaring our trust in someone other than yourself. Your faith is increased as you pray and you watch how God answers your prayers. God says in the powerful verse in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and mighty things which you do not know God is awesome in power, and there is never a time when God is not beside you. He is faithful and holy. And friends, when I pray, that reminds me that God is faithful, and it helps me to live a more holier life. Dr. David Jeremiah, another one of my favorite teachers of God's Word, says, There is a time when all of God's people need to keep their eyes and their Bibles wide open. We must ask God for discernment as never before. Oh, friends, spend time in God's Word. I know I keep bringing it up, but I can't encourage you what dividends will happen, how it'll pay off when you spend time with God. He loves to speak to his kids. Hudson Taylor, a wonderful missionary for many years, said, I used to ask God to help me, then I asked him if I might help him. I ended up asking God to do his work through me. Friends, I love that, that we're all God's got to work with, so he uses broken people like you and like me, to be the hands and feet of Jesus and let this world know that God loves them because of Jesus. 
Mark Patterson said, you know, God isn't offended by your biggest dreams or your boldest prayers. He is offended by anything less. If your prayers aren't impossible to you, they are insulting to God. Friends, it's okay to dream big dreams and to pray big dreams because God loves to do big things and great things. He loves to bless his kids. And part of that comes through prayer and asking if it's God's desires too. And uh, every great thing happened with a prayer and God's blessing. All right. We've been talking about let's pray and just some simple things to follow to help you enjoy your time and let your time of prayer be a blessing. Letter P, pause. Letter R, reflect. Letter A, ask. And the letter Y, yield. I see these yield signs as I'm get, merging off side roads onto New Circle Road. And sometimes you kind of feel like you're taking your life in your hands, right? <laughs> Uh, those of you who listen to podcasts in other countries, you may not get that, but those of us that live in central Kentucky, you understand. But, you know, I have to yield to oncoming traffic. And, you know, friends, sometimes we have to yield to what God wants us to do rather than what we want to do. And I'm so thankful, once again, Jesus models this. Remember, before he's about ready to be arrested and go to the cross and suffer a horrendous death, he prayed the most honest prayer in the Bible that I've ever heard. He says, Father, if you're willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. And friends, that needs to be our prayer today. Father, I've shared with you the desires of my heart And I'm asking for your help and your blessing. But you know what? I want your will to be done, not my will. And friends, sometimes his will, it it can be painful. It was a cup of suffering for Jesus. And I know some of you right now, you're drinking that cup of suffering. And I want you to know your heavenly father hurts because you hurt. And most of all, that Jesus understands. So be encouraged today that the Lord loves you. He's with you. He's the God of the mountaintop. He's the God of the valley. The Bible says to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice and know that there's always hope because of Jesus. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope is here. Thank you for listening to Hope is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Did you know that Hope is Here is also available on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter? You can find all of these at Hope is Here Lex. Also, check out the daily one-minute Cup of Hope, available on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That helps you keep your cup hopeful. To find out more information, go to our website, www.hopeishere.today.org. That's www.hopeishere.today.org.